can't even handle it. I can't even handle it. What a way to start this Thursday. I mean, hi, everyone. It's I, Andrew Dimitri, the Mistress of Pop Culture, here to deliver you some fabulous stories. Obviously, my mind right now is pretty much enraptured in this big Beyonce news. Uh, she released some iconic photos from British Vogue via her Instagram and also the British Vogue article. Chef's Kiss, the most premium photos ever. She looks like a high-fashion goddess, unlike, like, literally just like in every other photo she posts. You know, there's been rumblings because she removed a lot of her profile photos from her social media where so people were like, oh, music, music, music. And, you know, the fans are just so smart with the Easter eggs and whatnot. But this is just iconic news. Um, so my mind is pretty much all all Beyonce right now as well as Kardashians because obviously last night, well, earlier, uh, today's Thursday, but Wednesday, yesterday at 9 p.m. on the West Coast, the season finale of uh, episode one, the season finale of season one of the Kardashians on Hulu came and it literally just delivered and just gave everything the fans wanted with regards to the whole Tristan and Chloe scandal and Tristan um, fathering a baby with another woman when he and Chloe were in fact together um third time this happened which is just awful and it was really it was like in real time too which is really devastatingly sad it was heartbreaking to watch and I just applaud Chloe for really being so open and vulnerable and also Kim too for shepherd help Chloe shepherd shepherding her through sort of filming and just being the best sister ever so well, that's going to be our, our final story of the day. <clears throat> so I just want to give a shout out to the Kardashian Jenner girlies for literally giving us the most this season. And Scott, too. And, uh, you know, you know, spoiler alert, at the end of the episode, after the credits, Pete, you know, was sort of there. He wasn't on camera, but he was talking to Cam, and it was really funny, and it was really cute. And, you know, just doing the most. They're a happy couple. Uh, but aside from that, I hope everybody's having a great week. It's Thursday, uh, which basically means it's the weekend. So hooray, hooray to that. Um, I don't much, I don't have much else to update you on because I've literally just been just glued to my phone reading all this Beyonce, um, news and looking at her photos and just literally gawking because I, like, want those dresses that she's wearing. It's just fabulous. And, you know, she's a Vogue queen. And, I, like, I'm maybe unpopular opinion or maybe, you know, controversial opinion, I believe is the, the way to say this. But British Vogue is really doing the most and American Vogue is kind of lacking. And not that that's no slight to, to, towards Anna Wintour because I love her and she's iconic, but I just think British Vogue is literally, you know, the Brits... The Europeans, they're so ahead of us, which is why I'm literally going on this glamorous AF European trip. Uh, just to, like, get out of the country and, like, do my thing. But anyways, I'm definitely going to be being a British folk while I'm abroad and, um, you know, divulging in all the iconicness that there is. But anyways, that's, let's, let's read this article and, you know, just talk about the amazing news that is Miss Beyonce revealing Renaissance forthcoming projects except for July 29th release. This is from Variety. Yeah, can't wait. Okay. What a great, what a great thing to look forward to, to sort of end the summer, August. The long wait for a new Beyonce project will soon come to an end, with the singer officially posting a July 29th date with pre-save and pre-buy options for a project titled Renaissance. It will be, excuse me, Beyonce Knowles' first drop of a new solo project since 2016's Lemonade, iconic, which was itself a surprise release and her sixth solo album. Renaissance will mark her seventh, through the secondary title, Act One suggests it's a larger, it's part of a larger multi-part project. Ugh, love Beyonce. Uh, the quote, will she or won't she, guessing, had started less than two weeks prior when Knowles wiped clean her social media channel, signaling that an announcement of some kind was coming. Then on June 15th, the singer's Be Good Foundation tweeted a message in honor of Black Music Month, posting an image of an iconic, of iconic albums, captioning the collage, quote, celebrating the brilliance of creativity of Black musicians who have influenced the world through their art. 
It appeared one of the albums pictured on the bottom right referenced Brandy's B7 album released in 2020, but it took no time for members of the Beehive to connect the dots and include or conclude that Bay's seventh was coming. Since 2011's four, she has been releasing music through her own Parkwood label in partnership with Columbia Records, the singer's longtime home since the Destiny's Child years, and being one of the biggest multi-hyphenate superstars on earth with 28 Grammy Awards and 79 nominations to her name, she's not exactly bound to a music company's timeline. According to data from Luminate, Beyonce's album sales as a solo artist in the U.S. top 18 million, she sold more than 60 million digital tracks and boasts an airplay audience of more than 60 billion lemonades sold the equivalent of 3.6 million track and song equivalent albums to the U.S. timeline. Okay, this is fabulous. Um, I'm just going to hop over to Diet Prada's Instagram because they also posted some very um, useful stuff about Miss Beyonce Knowles. Basically what she said... Here, this is via Daya Prada's Instagram. Quote, with all, uh, with all the isolation and injustice over the past year, I think we are all ready to escape, travel, love, and laugh again. I feel a renaissance emerging, and I want to be part of the nurturing, of nurturing that escape in any way possible. She said, yes, the music is coming. Okay, the photos are gorgeous, like disco-y, so much color, glamour, royal, regal, high fashion. It's kind of giving Lady Gaga's... Um, because there's a, there's a photo of Beyonce on a motorcycle, which makes sense because Lady Gaga and Beyonce made that iconic bop uh, telephone together. Fun fact, one of my favorite music videos ever, like, back in the day when you used to, like, wait at midnight for, like, a music video to drop, I was one of those girlies who did that. It was iconic. But this video, it kind of, like, the Born This Way album, it kind of gives that vibe, which I love. Not that Beyonce is, like, copying Gaga. She's not. She's just, like, literally Lady Gaga and Beyonce on a motorcycle. Like, how iconic is that? Nothing more iconic than that. This is just such great news, and um, I'm really, really excited for this. The the Vogue article, which is um, via British Vogue, be ready, Beyonce is poised for her next evolution, um, basically is the writer of the uh, article, uh, Raphael Parvati literally going to Beyonce's home um, to chit and chat about her, which is just so iconic. So this is going to be something major. I love Beyonce. I hope that, you know, she releases maybe a snippet of a track or something early, and I hope it gives, like single ladies vibes because uh, i mean obviously everybody already in the world knows that she's going to be racking up grammys for this and she's going to be you know getting her accolades and praise and love and she's just so iconic and she deserves it so very exciting for beyonce and the beehive and i'm one of those beyonce fans stands for life and i'm so looking forward to an august filled soundtrack of beyonce <laughs> there's like no other way to put it so stellar news and um yeah glorious also in music news, a little bit of a Britney Spears update. Obviously, Britney Spears and her, um, she's a very love-hate relationship, I feel like, with Instagram, as do we all. Literally, sometimes it pisses me off and I want to smash it to the ground. Other times, I love it. Shout out to Meta. Beyonce, uh, Beyonce Spears. Hey, sounds good. Britney Spears, see ya, Instagram account disappears again. Oops, she did it again. Britney Spears' Instagram account has disappeared for a second time. Fans of the newlywed aren't going to find any dancing or twirling videos when heading to her page. Instead, they'll be met with classic, sorry, this page isn't available message. The singer's been really active on the platform lately, expressing her opinions about her family, her recent marriage, and the conservatorship, but that's all coming to a screeching halt. It's still unclear if she pulled a plug or if the platform shut her page down. As you'll recall, the same thing happened back in March, again without warning, in the heat of her brutally honest posts about her time in the conservatorship, while fans speculated Instagram was the one that pulled her from the platform. Our IG sources said it was... All Britney's decision. She eventually returned to the app, getting back into her old habits of posting pics. Eyes locked on the camera. She, she never fully explained for the departing for departing last time, but you got tons of fans welcoming her back. Like Britney, she's Britney Spears. She's an icon. She doesn't have to explain her decisions. Like have several seats. Um, who knows how long Britney will be missing? 
um, from the app. Only time will tell if she's leaving is temporary or permanent. Yeah, I, I totally get it. Like, you know, Brittany's just living her best life. She just moved into a gorgeous respawning mansion um, in Calabasas. <clears throat> so she's probably just unpacking and doing her things and finding a new foyer to dance and spin in. So, you know, I love it. I'm sure she's fine. She's just living her best life. But she's a newlywed too. Maybe she doesn't want to be inundated with social media posts. Like, she's just living her best life with Sam. Um, but yeah, iconic. Love her. Okay, third story today was an interesting story that I saw yesterday. And don't ever come for Beyond uh, Zendaya unless she sends for you. Those are the iconic words of Miss Kenya Moore from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Okay, anyways, speaking of Atlanta, I hear Marlo Thomas is really crushing it. I don't watch Real Housewives anymore, but I, I love it. And I love all the girlies. Okay, Zendaya responds. Oh, this is this next story is from E Online, or Euphoria Queen. You, uh, Euphoria, Zendaya responds following rumor she's pregnant with tom holland's baby i saw this yesterday all over tiktok and i was like what the hell zendaya is speaking out after being subject the subject of pregnancy rumors over the past few days a couple of tiktok videos went viral that were falsely that were falsely that falsely incorrect grammar here e look like the euphoria actress is expecting a baby with boyfriend tom holland they incorporate a growing chris meme featuring an image of chris jenner to admit to the prank at the end. Okay. On June 15th, Zendaya 25 issued a statement on her Instagram story. Ha- quote, See, now this is why I stay on Twitter, she wrote. Just making stuff up for no reason weekly. Anyway, back to filming. Challengers, the actress added, referring to new romantic drama films. She's been shooting with the crowns Josh O'Connor and West Side Story's Mike Faced. Um, one prank video shared by TikTok user at Rob Bear Bussy includes a Photoshop pic of Zendaya with a baby bump walking with Holland and the words, Wait, since when was Zendaya pregnant? The caption notes the clip is a quote or hashtag joke. Another video posted by user Ryan Roberts shows the poster pretending um, to gasp at the image of her sonogram of a fetus about 20 weeks old, superimposed on a screenshot of a real Instagram post that Zendaya shared on January 30th, which had contained a promo for Euphoria. She had included the caption, quote, I love you. Halfway there. The TikTok user edited it, looked like she, edited it to look like she tagged Tom Holland's Spider-Man co-star. Uh, the video also included a text box with the words, there's no way. Yeah, you know, the fans, the Z fans, we can't reverse for absolutely no reason at all. I knew this wasn't true. Obviously, Zendaya is not, like, a super thirsty person, and I feel like she wouldn't just, like, F around like that. Shame on these TikTok users, which, by the by, TikTok, like, shadow bans people and, like, keeps videos up of, like, the most grotesque stuff on TikTok. They, like, ban people for, like, the most innocent stuff, and they keep stuff like this up, and they don't get in trouble. Yet, people who post innocent content get in trouble. It just doesn't make sense. It's not adding up here, according to my calculation. So, get on that, TikTok. Get on that. Um, okay, well, I stand Zendaya, she's the queen of the world, and literally, don't come for her unless she comes for you, as I said. I think Kenya Moore should be on Euphoria, and she should be, like, Alexa Demi's new, um, boss, because obviously, uh, what's her name? Alexa Demi was a nanny for that woman last season. She's really famous. Minka Kelly. But obviously, I think she left Minka Kelly. That was a really odd storyline. So I think now Kenya Moore should come on, be on the show, and be Alexa Demi's boss. Um, and Ken- and uh, Alexa is nannying for Kenya's um, bebe. Um, and, you know, Kenya Moore can do Gone with the Wind. Fabulous. <laughs> How iconic would that be? I mean, I'd literally be screaming. Anyways, this brings us to our fourth final story of the day. And it's our obvious Kardashian um, recap of the iconic finale that was uh, episode 10 of season one. The Kardashians on Hulu. So the story I have pulled up is from page six. Pete Davidson jokes about seeing Kim Kardashian's um, vag. I'm not going to say the word because it's like grotesque. But anyways, uh, Pete Davidson finally made his debut on The Kardashians with an off-color joke. The SNL alum could be heard talking to Kim Kardashian off-camera in a post credit scene as she told him to meet her audio editor and gave 
a preview of their cute banter. Quote, Pete, come here. You have to meet Paxi. Paxi has worked with us as audio for 14 years from Keeping Up with the Kardashians. She knows everything about me. She's probably seen my badge. Kardashian 41 said in a confessional chair during Hulu's, uh, the Hulu show season finale Thursday, Davidson 28 cheekily responded by asking more than me, not more than you. This Gims founder retorted as she had a huge grin on her face, but she's probably seen it. Okay, I literally was looking for Pete's um, audio cameo on the show. Obviously, he physically wasn't there, and who knows if he ever is. Maybe he does, they want to really keep that separate, which I love. I respect that. But the finale was great. It obviously picked up where we left off with Kim at the gym talking to Chloe. Chloe, it was a really, really emotional moment. Chloe really broke down on the phone. You could, there were no cameras up, but she was crying. And then Kim obviously shoes the cameras away from the gym, which she should. And she's respecting her sister's privacy. Chloe very candidly opens up and is like, look, I didn't want to have a family meeting with my family. I didn't want people telling me how to live my life. And I need to figure this out for my own. And then she really heartbreakingly said, basically, and then the show gave a montage of like, Chloe said she went over every romantic gesture, every high moment with Tristan, only to realize it was all BS. And, um, that it was just it was really heartbreaking for her to have to go with go through this again and there's a great scene also where kim goes to chloe's house and i mean any chance to get to see chloe's new house is iconic because the house is gorgeous and kim is like trying to get up on chloe's bed and she like literally turns into like a little girl and jumps up on the bed it's so cute and they have a great conversation and chloe's like i am done i'm walking away and i feel no guilt she brought up lamar odom and was basically like look i didn't feel guilty when i walked away from lamar and i don't feel guilty when i'm walking away from tristan it's done and now i think the world is waiting with bated breath to see what kind of precious man chloe's gonna end up with and i hope she ends up with somebody iconic and because chloe really does deserve the world and does deserve someone so amazing someone that will really care for her and her baby and just be the best ever. And I think the world, re- I think everybody knows, honestly, that Tristan has a problem. I mean, this is like a deep, deep problem. I mean, I'm not a psychotherapist or a psychologist or anything, but Tristan's obviously got a mental thing going on because if he, this is the third time he's done this, fathering another baby, like, what is this? And then there was a great scene where Kendall Jenner, who, you know, isn't that open. By the way, Kylie wasn't in the finale, but, you know, she probably just gave birth and was doing her, living her best life. Um, Kendall was basically saying, because we were at Kendall's house, and she was saying, look, I've defended Tristan to my friends. People who are like, he's not changing. And I was like, no, he has changed. And then she's just like, it's just so raw. And it's like, I'm almost numb to it. Chloe said the same thing, that they're both really numb to it, that this could happen. They're both in shock. And it was really great to hear Kendall be so candid and open about the whole thing because yeah, it is a real sh- really shocking thing. And uh, I just feel for Chloe, you know? I think everybody in the world does. Everybody feels like it. And, oh, and Chloe also is talking about with Kim that the world is so cruel that they think it's the woman's fault, and it's so sexist, and then people are like, well, it's your fault for staying with him and believing him. No, they have a child together. It's very different circumstances than Kim said something so iconic. By the way, Kim was coming up with all these one-liners that were, like, really iconic. She quoted Michelle Obama. She said uh, something about screenshotting everyone's tags. So Kim is literally keeping the receipts, so nobody can cross Miss Kardashian. I was going to say Miss Kardashian West, but no longer. Um, she's basically like, all you trolls out there, don't you dare come for my sister. And then she's like, well, I'm on TV, so I'm not going to threaten you. It was a really good finale, and I loved it. And I, um, I just honestly, I'm living for Kim K, and I'm living for Chloe, and I hope Chloe finds an amazing man, and I hope season two is like Chloe's journey to love, real love, real deep, painful love, whatever Sarah Jessica Parker says in the finale of Sex and the City when Big comes to rescue her in Paris. R.I.P. John Preston, if you don't know. All right, everybody, that is our... Um, that is our Thursday episode. Uh, I'm just so excited for Beyonce. I'm so excited for the Kardashians. I, you know, it's fabulous. So much pop culture news. I'm literally living for it. Have a great Thursday, everybody. And uh, I'll be back with you guys tomorrow for Friday's episode to end up the week. So, by the way, if you hear a little bit of rumbling in the background, it's my dryer. I'm like washing my clothes. So I got to live my best life. Have a great one, everybody. Bye.